This is the Anglican Perspective Podcast with Canons Phil Ashey and Mark Eldridge of the American Anglican Council. Join us for an in-depth look at building up and defending Great Commission Anglicanism throughout the world by developing faithful leaders, equipping local congregations, and always reforming the church. You can find out more about how we can help you and your churches thrive by visiting www.americananglican.org. Welcome to your Anglican Perspective. Hi, this is Canon Phil Ashey from the American Anglican Council with another episode of Anglican Perspective, where we explore the issues of the day and the challenges that the Anglican Church in North America is facing. Today, I am pleased to have on this podcast, Bishop Thad Barnum, who runs the Soul Care Ministry to Clergy, uh, and uh, my dear friend, uh, uh, the Reverend uh, Jeff Chapman, who's uh, retired after many years uh, at uh, St. Stephen Sewickley and is now adjunct staff with the American Anglican Council, organizing uh, our ministry to clergy through our clergy care groups. And we wanted to talk a little bit about an upcoming event we're having, which is a retreat in October. And this is going to be at the Epworth Retreat Center here on St. Simon's Island for all those who are in clergy care groups to come and meet face-to-face with with each other uh, to enjoy fellowship. But the theme of the conference will be looking up and digging deep. And in a sense, that is a reference to the wonderful teaching that we have from Jeff Chapman in all of our clergy care groups. Uh, Jeff, welcome, and Thad, welcome to this podcast. Um, Jeff, could you say a little something about the four directions and then the the golden triangle that are a part uh, essential to these clergy care groups? Thanks, Phil. Nice to be with you, and uh, Bishop Thad, nice to be with you and with all of our listeners as well. When I retired from St. Stephen's back at the end of 2019, after about 40 years of parish ministry, I began working with pastors. I love pastors. I, I, I am so deeply pleased to have been called to that by the Lord and to have spent decades in parish ministry. I don't think there's hardly any work in the modern world, modern or ancient world, that has been more important to God's economy than the pastorate. As the pastors go, the churches go. As the churches go, the culture goes and the country goes. I think pastors are that important. So I've been delighted to work with pastors. We, um, as pastors, face some rising challenges, both in our modern world and from the nature of our calling. We tend to work on our own. We tend to be isolated. We tend to uh, get um, a little bit distant, perhaps, from the kind of fellowship that we very much need. Uh, And the pressures of the pastorate can serve at the same time to thin out our faith over the years. We wanted to try and do something about that. And so working again with the American Anglican Council, uh, we, we began to explore a new kind of discipleship, a new way of discipleship that would have the promise of linking pastors together in small circles, redemptive circles that are safe, where we can be honest with each other about our lives, supportive of our calling and our of, of how and who we have become in Christ and of who we hope to become in Christ. 
and help us to move in, in those directions. We have now about 160 pastors who've entered these groups. Uh, we start out with a six month process introduction to our kind of spiritual formation based on the work of Dallas Willard, the great work of Dallas Willard. And then we go on to a two year uh, section of work after that. We now have a lot of pastors who've gotten through those two and a half years and we're getting great feedback on it. We have about 33 or so small groups of pastors. We meet in groups of three to six people and we meet on a weekly basis. Uh, we study, we pray, we uh, share our lives with each other. We also um, have a section of every meeting where somebody logs in, as we call it, where we spend 20 minutes talking about how it's going in my soul, how, how it goes with my soul, how it goes with my life in Christ. We do have a couple of paradigms and um, a set of um, dynamics of uh, core dynamics that we bring into the formation process. The two that you mentioned just now, Phil, were uh, the four directions. And Bishop Thad's remarks are going to be based on those four directions, the up, the out, the down, the in, the up and the out direction are very familiar territory to us. That we love the Lord our God. We we do love him. <laughs> uh, we we do love him. And that our love for him would grow and become the greatest love of our life. Our out direction is to love our neighbors, starting with those neighbors right next to us, but but not stopping there. The down and the in directions are are uh, an ancient part of Christian discipleship that we have brought into the modern world. Down is getting over ourselves. It's losing our life in order to find our life. It's learning repentance as a way of life, not just the start to our life, but as a, as a way of life. It's becoming small um, rather than great. Uh, it, um, it's wrapping a towel around us and learning how to serve. The down direction, of course, you see that in the life of Jesus. The in direction is paying attention to our hearts, paying attention to our mm. inner life. Up and out and down and in, those are the directions that Jesus' own life moved. And the life that he gives us moves in those same four directions. The Golden Triangle is Dallas Willard's summary of how we grow in those four directions. We start with that lower left-hand corner that he described, that the New Testament describes, the trials, the tests, the temptations of our lives, the we then turn in the midst of that challenge, that kind of regular challenge that we face in our lives to the Holy Spirit to understand and hear and receive what the Holy Spirit is doing in us and through us in those kinds of trials and tests and temptations. The third corner of that triangle is, is uh, putting on the new life in Christ, the mm -hmm. habits, the rhythms of this new life that the Lord gives us. We go around that triangle again and again and again in our groups as we speak to each other about our lives, as we study together, as we encourage each other, as we pray for each other. Um, those are a couple of the dynamics that are central to our process of formation that we're going to touch bases with when Bishop Thad joins us for the retreat in October. And Bishop Thad, it's so good to, to have you here. You, you too are like... Jeff, a great lover of clergy in your soul care ministry. You are talking with uh, clergy person upon clergy person every hour of the day, it seems. 
and looking at that piece that Jeff's just mentioned about the heart, you know, going deep into the heart. Can you say a little bit about this retreat that's going to be upcoming and and what you hope to uh, to communicate or share about those directions and about soul care? Yeah, well, thank you. And it's a joy always to be with you both. Um, so grateful for the kind invitation to come and, and speak at this um, October conference with you. Um, for, for me, the the blessing of getting away, the blessing of of um, of coming together as clergy spouses, um, having time away at this beautiful retreat center, um, to have that focus of wanting to see Jesus, to have to have the Lord just bathe us in in, yes. in worship and in fellowship and in the Word and be strengthened together. Um, Jeff said so well that um, pastors, by definition, and all the studies that have been out for the last 25 years have shown the isolation of clergy. Mm. And, um, and to be able to know that the New Testament, the whole of Scripture, um, the very character of God is to put us in relationship. If we are pastors and walking alone, I would suggest we're walking in sin. Mm. Um, I would be that strong wow. because that the, the Lord does not allow the lost sheep to be alone. He mm. doesn't go out to the lost sheep and talk to the lost sheep. He hoists it upon his back and brings it back to the 99. Mm. And that's what we're doing in October, bathing in fellowship, bathing in the word, bathing in the spirit of wor- in worship and and fellowship together, having time with him, time with each other. And there is refreshment that comes. And I um, I believe that the refreshment of these covenant groups, um, which have that weekly and monthly rhythm, to be able to come aside and, and actually see each other together uh, and have that sort of annual or semi-annual come together moment, uh, it it, it, it allows us to um, uh, be over our zoomitis. Yes, the, yes. The horrendous disease that <laughs> put us in a two-dimensional context and allows us to, to be back into three-dimensional and just allow the Lord to minister because he does it profoundly. Yes. I mean, when I say relationships are everything, it's because he himself is in relationship. Our God, the unity, the one God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit in unique community creates us in community. And if we're not in community, how do we actually pastor a church built on community? And especially in a day where everything is consumer driven, people are coming, they're getting, and they're going, and mm. they're not finding that depth of relationship. And so this conference is unique. Um, in that out of COVID and with all the Jeff and, and, and you and others have done to make this kind of platform for covenant groups possible with 160 pastors across the board, um, to be able to actually come together for our first conference like this, to me is quite exciting. And, and the, um, the phrase looking up puts Jesus in the center the glories, the wonders of who he is, administered by our um, our wonderful counselor, the Holy Spirit, and to the glory of our Father. 
And then digging deep allows us to be refreshed by him and hear his word and to hear his heart for us and to be able to minister together to each other. I know for some people coming to this conference, it will come at just the perfect time um, when their own souls are, yeah, yeah. are just in need. And I would say that that's where the work I do as an assisting bishop of, of our diocese um, here in the Carolinas um, to be set aside um, to, to create a safe place for pastors to come. Um, my job is to make sure they get into these groups, um, but sometimes people just need safe places. Yes. And so that's the work I do of, of just an environment where um, they can come, pastors can come um, and, and have a place where um, they just need safe time, time that's that, right. That just is safe. It's not going to go anywhere, and they've got to offload somewhere. That's and right. I think that's part of the story I bring. I'm excited to join you. I'm excited about the the flavor of what this could really be, and I actually hope that many who aren't in the care groups will catch a vision of this and want to be in these covenant groups. Um, that would be my hope. Thank you. Maybe just a, a closing word from each of you. Many, many of our listeners uh, to this podcast are not clergy. They're, uh, they're regular folks, you know, they're lay folks. And I'm, I'm listening to this, knowing that Jeff's even done some work about this uh, in making these groups happen uh, throughout a local congregation for everybody. But as you think about our listeners and what they can pray for, um, just just maybe some guidance from both of you about how they can pray for this conference and, and for the clergy. Well, I, I will offer a, um, a thought following on Thad's very helpful thoughts. The, the, I think that what is deeply needed across the churches is fresh vision of Christ and a, a fresh vision of Christ that, that grips us with the beauty of his life. This life that he gives us, his own life. He gives us not some different kind of life. He gives us his very own life. Yeah. And as we catch a fresh vision of him and of its beauty and of its power and of its goodness and and of its grace and mercy, there arises inside us this hunger that if somehow, if somehow a man like me could become like him, mm. what, what, what greater treasure might there be in my life that something of that would come true? We are seeing people awake to that hunger, awake to that beauty of the Lord, awake to the power of the life of the Lord. Everywhere we go, people are hungering for something deeper, something more real, something more like him, of him. So uh, I would be really grateful for people to pray for that, for our conference, and but not only for our conference, for their pastors, for the pastors who lead their churches, for the leadership teams in our churches, and that that would spread, that that hunger, that thirst, that that captured by the beauty of Christ would spread through our congregations, all the way through our congregations, 
That would be a wonderful prayer. And uh, I myself am praying like that. Thank you. Bishop. Um, I'm going to cheat on this question. Um, the first thing is I, I'm, I'm so sorry, because when you mentioned the listeners, many of them are not clergy. Um, what I want to say in echoing um, Jeff's fine, I mean, uh, he's really caught the essence of the need for an awakening, yeah. especially as culture changes. Um, and I'm so grateful, Jeff, for your comments. Um, they're life-giving to me. Um, for the for those who are listening to this podcast, uh, I, I simply want to say that our pastors need refreshment, and so pray for your pastors for refreshment, um, and encourage them to go on this retreat. Just to just again, it's it's one of those things where intercession for our pastors who are interceding for us uh, is just simply part of the life of the church. And so, I would just echo the. Um, uh, the sound for those who are listening who are not clergy, please pray for them and and intercede. They have this kind of fellowship in covenant care groups and and also in these kinds of retreats. Um, but here's where I cheat um, because I, I shouldn't I shouldn't promote this. But I'm, I must say that the wonder of that a month before our our time together. Um, there's a conference in North Carolina called um, the New Wineskin Conference. Mm, yes, and and I just want to say that this is this is to fuel the passion for this kind of awakening. Yeah. Um, to talk about missions across the board, but you can't do mission, which is what we call the out, unless you've been imbibing on the up and the deep and the in. So so for me. If, if you're like, thanks for talking about a conference I can't go to, let me tell you about a conference you can go to because we all need refreshment in Jesus. And, uh, and I believe the registrations are still open for the. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me where that's, that conference is in Ridgecrest. It's, it's, it's in Ridgecrest, and I think it's around September 18th. You have to go to the New Wineskins uh, website. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, I've been several times. I know Jeff's been as well. And uh, it, it's a, we all have, it is going to be a very uplifting time, but oh my goodness, thank you for both of you talking about the necessity of the need to hunger for the life of Jesus Amen. and the reality of that and to, and to care for the, the, <laughs> the upward and the downward and the inward before we can actually do the outward, that that's essential for doing the outward. Right, exactly. And that this is part of the great awakening and maybe even the shaking of some of the foundations that we're going through in the Anglican Church in North America, some of our growing pains, is precisely this kind of awakening that we desperately need. And may it begin with our, with all of us, but especially with our clergy, so that it flows out of our clergy and into the lives of everybody in the congregations that they serve. May it be contagious. Thank you. Uh, so Amen. thank you. Yeah. Let me say that the, uh, I just looked at my calendar. It's the 22nd to the 25th of September, yeah. uh, the New Wineskins Conference. And, and I believe our conference uh, is uh, the 18th to the 20th of October. That's it. Okay. Great. And, uh, and, and where is that conference being held, Phil? Yeah, our conference will be at the Epworth 
uh, Methodist Retreat Center here on St. Simon's Island uh, off the coast of Brunswick, Georgia. And uh, we can't wait to welcome you uh, to this wonderful place and wonderful time. Phil, I would like to also put in a final invitation. If we, of course, are going to be sending information out uh, about this to the people who've been involved in our in our yes. formation process. But if you're not involved in our formation process and you'd like to be involved in our formation process and you want to come and join us at this conference, please do. Please do. We, we would you'll get a good drink of what it's all about and be able to make a much more prayerful, much better informed decision about uh, whether you would like to join one of these groups or not in the year ahead. We are forming new groups as we move into the year ahead. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Bishop Thad, uh, both of you for the work that you do and the care that you have for our pastors. Um, I love the image of just hoisting <laughs> the lost onto your shoulders like Jesus did. And so many clergy just need Jesus to do that with them sometimes. So um, so God bless you for the work that you're both doing. And um, we just appeal to all of you who are listening to this podcast, please keep these two dates, September 22 through 25 for new wineskins. And for this conference, uh, looking up and digging uh, deeper uh, for clergy, uh, October 18 through 20 on St. Simon's Island. These are going to be ways that we further the great awakening that we believe God is already doing in the Anglican Church in North America and for our country so desperately needed. You've been listening to your Anglican Perspective with Canon Phil and Canon Mark of the American Anglican Council. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it so that biblically faithful and orthodox Anglicans can stay connected to the latest news, updates, and inspirations from around the world.